welcome to NASA Edge, the show that takes an inside and outside look at all things NASA. And I'm Chris, your host. And I'm Blair, your co-host. And we have Franklin, our news anchor. Hi, Franklin. How you guys doing? Doing great, Hey, Franklin. this is an exciting time for all of us. Sure. Uh, this is a, a brand new show uh, sponsored Premier by... Premier show. By NASA. And inaugural be, show. Inaugural show. We're going to be taking a, a, a very hip, non-traditional look at all things NASA, some of the benefits of space research, sure. and how it ties back into the public, and mm-hmm. how, it, how it makes it relevant in their daily lives. Which, as you know, is a goal of mine, because as someone who's not as familiar with NASA, I want to be in a social situation with complete confidence and be able to say, au contraire, it is rocket science. But we're not going to do it in a technical way, but in a very easy, user understandable friendly. way, user-friendly user way, friendly way. Uh, where we're going to have informative sketches, uh, we're going to have interviews uh, with researchers, mm-hmm. Franklin's going to be providing us some cool news. Excellent news. And we just might be on location uh, on several places like uh, maybe the Winter X Games. Sounds great. Uh, shuttle launches. And we might uh, shoot a show in someone's backyard. Sure. Uh, backyard NASA barbecue. Absolutely. Maybe... Drive the rover around uh, a little bit. You excellent. Know? So we'll oh, see what happens. Little eight wheeling, absolutely, or six wheeling. I, I'm not sure. Which. But before you know, before we move on, uh, Franklin, I'm a little concerned because uh, this is our first show, and our co-host <laughs> here is not into it. Yeah, well, it's understandably so. Uh, Blair uh, underwent. Uh, quarantine as you did on uh, last it was evening brutal right to let the viewers know out there we had to uh, go into quarantine last night for right 24 here in our hours studio. just like astronauts do before they go up in the sure. space and so we wanted to experience what quarantine was like and it was well, a great time well i say i i mean i i want to be trained just as well as they are but i got to tell you i have newfound respect because that was that was a terrible horrific experience uh in isolation i don't actually you received the frat house version of the quarantine (laughs) the quarantine experience blair being new to nasa uh chris uh went through a a less strenuous version of quarantine than you did less strenuous I don't know. Well, that would explain your perkiness this morning. <laughs> I'm alive. Well, well, we actually videotaped the whole quarantine experience oh, for really? both of you. And I think we should uh, roll the videotape to let the viewers uh, see what you guys went well, through. This I got to see because well, well, it was traumatic. I say we check it out because we were just right down the hallway. We were right next door to each other. Oh, believe me. So. I know exactly where we were. Okay. Right here in the studio. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm scarred. <laughs> let's roll the tape. <laughs> All right. Let's roll. I got to right. see it.
my, Franklin. <laughs> wow. That was brutal. And uh, I'm still reeling, actually. You you, you, yeah. you got jacked. Yeah. yeah, and you were like in the palatial, nice facilities. I it's don't like in the Venetian it. of uh, yeah. all places. Yeah. And you were... I don't know where you're in. Yeah, the white room, the padded cell. I was, except <laughs> well, it wasn't padded. Well, Blair, that was like an initiation to the team, to the team, the NASA Edge team. That was uh, okay. That's kind hey, of welcoming. I was, not, I was not involved in this uh, little situation. Oh, that's good. As to a know. co-host, I would have stuck up for you. Well, that makes me feel slightly better. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm going to find out who's behind. <laughs> and, and FYI, Chris, uh, you could have tipped more than ten percent. Right. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> let's go to a break. Uh, and we a, come back. He's we'll, a cheap co-host. When we come back, uh, Franklin will do the news. Do the news. And we'll show them our new promo. Okay. Great. We'll How about that? that? Excellent. Wonderful we'll watch promo. Right here on NASA Edge. Uh, an inside and outside look at all things NASA. Exploring the next frontier. When did you say NASA was getting here? Oh, about 2030. Ooh, that's not good. You think that's bad? So I guess you can't even spare square. So I have to hold it on Mars. on NASA Edge. And inside and outside look at all things NASA. Hey Blair, before we actually get to the new segment today, I just want to let the viewers know that uh, we're going to be interviewing a good friend of ours oh, this yes. afternoon. Pat Cosgrove. That's right. He's an engineer from NASA Langley Research Center and he's going to talk to us uh, about the vision for space exploration and his role in that right. vision. Getting back to the moon. Absolutely. Just be, it's very interesting. And maybe we can uh, talk about our little golf tournament we had with him. If he's willing to talk about it, I think that's a great right. idea. Right. But, but let's go to the news let's right now. Let's do that. Franklin. My Frank, favorite segment. Franklin. What's up, Franklin? Hey, NASA partnered with Jamestown 2007 to promote exploration, past and present. A team of, uh, from NASA traveled with the Godspeed Sail, which is an actual 88-foot replica of the original uh, Godspeed ship that brought explorers here to oh, cool. Virginia in 1607. And uh, they traveled to six East Coast courses summer with a specially designed interactive exhibit highlighting the connections between the adventurous explorers who settled in Virginia almost 400 years ago and NASA's plans to explore space and establish a presence on other worlds. So they were like uh, colonial knots. Colonial knots. Yeah. I guess you, could, you can call them that. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. And uh, at the um, celebration next year, the uh, royal family is actually going to be there. We're going to have the Queen Elizabeth, uh, her family, and I believe uh, President Bush is also going to show up. Hey, this is a uh, great partnership between NASA and Jamestown because it's the whole theme of exploration is, is, is where it's at. 
this expiration past, present, and future, and how we can compare and contrast expiration back in 1607. And we need we need to go. We need to be there with the royal family. We do. And then the president and uh, hobnob. We'll see if, if you we pull some strings. Okay. What's up? What else, Franklin? In other news, uh, the shuttle astronauts will make one final house call to NASA's Hubble Space Telescope as part of a mission to extend and improve the observatory's capabilities through 2013. I tell you what, that's an exciting moment for all the astronomers and scientists out there who, Absolutely. who uh, at, at some point we thought that Hubble was going to be NASA's, done. NASA's still making house calls. But now we're still making a house call, and uh, along with this 27 terabytes of information that have already been produced in 16 years, we'll be producing some more over the next awesome. uh, several hopefully, years. Awesome. Hopefully we'll get some on the show. Maybe we can we'll share those with people when they come down. So Absolutely. that'd be, be awesome. Hey, guys, speaking of collecting information, I think that's a great segue into our new uh, segment that we like to call ESA. And ESA stands for Extra Studio Activity, which is an acronym. New NASA acronym, one of many. NASA is full of acronyms, and the acronym that we actually talk to the public about on this ESA is NASA. NASA. Yeah. So, um, is that kind of like a man on the street segment? Uh, yes, man on the street. Yes, except yeah. it's an ESA. It's an ESA. And uh, it's, 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 it's a news segment, but I think you'll find this uh, ESA pretty interesting and informative. informative. Yes, yeah. very. Oh, wonderful. Let's go okay. check it out. And mm-hmm. this is uh, Franklin's ESA brought to you by NASA. Five, four, three, two, one. NASA stand for? Naval and Air Space Aeronautics. Oh, not in like... Ah, you mean that though? Everything the, na- na- the acronym NASA, what does it stand for? Okay, you should... Okay, they're, they're in a preview. I don't know. <laughs> Natural <laughs> Aeronautics Station Avionics. And they're going to kill me at work. <laughs> oh, you work for NASA? No, I work for the government. Oh, sh- <laughs> NASA Aeronautics and Space Administration. Man, he was a Johnny on the spot. What have been some benefits of space research? Oh, Teflon, the non-flushable toilet, I think. I mean, as far as different satellites. Oh. And Cell phones, amongst other things. Our climate and, like, see what the weather's changing. Or there's the microbial issues, you know. Memory foam. Memory foam? Hey, foam. Oh, foam! Oh. Memory foam pillow, my bad. Ecology. Let's just know more about the universe, you know. Uh-huh. Maybe about end times. But like we have to go down to space because we're going to run out of room on this planet or something. <laughs> no, you're laughing. <laughs> you're laughing. Hey, but there's plenty of space out here on the beach, right? Yeah, I'm, we're not living out on the beach, though. Where were you when NASA first put man on Mars? I wasn't born yet. <laughs> Neither were you. Mars, I'm oh, sorry, I was thinking Moon. Sorry, yeah, my first reaction was Moon. Okay, Mars, so, yes. so where were you? New York City. Actually, I was on the beach in Sao Paulo. I don't know that for a fact, but uh, I was, uh, I'm aware I was. I was probably selling hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I was unaware that this actually happened. Prowling school. I think somebody's been on Mars. Think someone's been on Mars? Yeah. I know they made a movie about it. I don't recall. Chronicles of Riddick. Man, that's a bit on Mars. Yeah, he's trying to okie doke us. That was the okie doke. No, I didn't put no man on Mars. What are you talking about? 
Well, let's just ask some questions. The moon. 69. Good deal. On Mars. All right. I'll make sure. Trying to catch me. He's trying to catch me. We're going to get there. It's all good. Pretty cool ESA. Yeah, that was awesome. Great good work, Frank. Yeah, good hey, work. Man, it was it was a lot of fun getting out and talking to the public here in Virginia Beach. That was a uh, okey doke of uh, all ESAs. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the okey doke, as they okey doke. Uh, I apologize. Yes, and it was uh, my personal favorite, microbial issues. Microbial issues. That's right. And in fact, you know, which was pretty good about the whole ESA segment is that this is what NASA Edge is all about. That's what we're supposed is, to do. Is trying to educate the public about. All things NASA. I'm still learning. And, and well, I'm still learning as well. I mean, there's so many uh, benefits of space exploration. There's so many spinoff technologies. There's so much that's going on at and, NASA. And, and, and guys, we're going to have a whole lot more coming up in upcoming shows. So uh, I want everybody to stay tuned and stand by. So everybody watch out. If you see Franklin coming down the street with a NASA Edge microphone, get to an internet cafe or something. <laughs> just, come, and, just come talk to me. I'm harmless. Hey, it's all, it's all good. <laughs> He's cool, too. Hey, so, let's, let's go ahead and take a break. Okay. Because I think uh, we're about ready to have Pat Cosgrove on the line. Yes. And uh, while we're uh, breaking, we'll show our uh, second trailer that yeah, we Yeah, uh, new promo. Produced. That's right. Excellent. Right here on NASA Edge. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. All right. That's good. How about Pegasus? Life from Battlestar Galactica? Look, if you're going to rip off TV shows, why don't you make it a good one? The new series is awesome. I'm talking Greek mythology. You know, Perseus' flying horse Pegasus. Uh, Greek mythology... Let's go with a whole new style. We have a critical task here, folks. We'll name a NASA's new crew exploration vehicle. Exactly. We don't want to name the thing after some flying pony. Hey, guys, turn on the TV. It was just announced a few moments ago from the ISS that the name of the new crew exploration vehicle is Orion. This is all part of NASA's new undertaking to go to the moon, Mars, and beyond. What about Orion? Yeah, Orion. Much better than Inkadoo. Inkadoo? Orion's a GM counterpart. I think you just like saying Inkadoo. That looked good. Yeah, felt good. Tell you what, Pat, going back to the vision, I'd love to be the uh, first astronaut back to the moon. Oh man, that sounds great. Just uh, getting out of that spacecraft and just uh, setting foot on the surface. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy to think about growing up, seeing it on TV like that, and then we're going to be a part of putting it back in reality. Right. I mean, that's that's exciting. Hey, what? That's a good shot. That's really going to be challenging, though. It's just kind of it's kind of like um, trying to, you know. Uh, hit a driver on a short par four and, and trying to reach the green. I can see that sort of being a correlation, the challenge it's going to take to get back to the moon. Yeah, I heard somebody talk about the analogy that it'd be like te teeing off here and scoring a hole in one at St. Andrews, you know, over in Scotland. Oh, and it is a lot like down. the pros, you know, I mean, not to blow our own horn or anything, but uh, we do make it look easy. You know, all the launches we had, 
during the Apollo era and during shuttle era, I mean, after a while, it seems like it's a piece of cake, and, it, and it's, it's really difficult. We're finding out just how many things we have to relearn from the Apollo days. And That's the same thing with the shuttle program. You know, it's, you know the public thinks we just go up you know, every, every few months and it's a piece of cake, but it takes a lot of hard work and it's a lot of uh, challenges that we have to overcome. Well, speaking of challenges, where's Blair? Have you, have you? Uh... Yeah, I don't, I don't know where the heck he's at. I mean, he's, you would think he would be a scratch golfer. He still needs to get a little practice in. Yeah. Yeah, why don't we make sure he's doing that? Yeah, let's go check out at the, uh, check him out at the putting range, see if he's there. Sounds good. Okay. Told you he's a scratch golfer. Let's go, let's go see him. Oh. English majors. You know, I know, I know that we didn't do well in the tournament, and that's largely my fault. But on that last shot there in the in the footage, I thought I looked great. Blair, come on, not do well in the tournament. Pat and I carried you all the way through. You didn't. We didn't even use one of your shots in the tournament. I, I, I know, and I appreciate you still being kind. But um, hopefully, Pat will still talk to us. I think we do have him on the line here. Pat, you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Please. Pat, how you doing? Hey, good. How's Please it going? Please forgive me. Hey, I apologize. Uh, Sorry about that. Blair is not a scratch golfer. I don't know who told me that, but I do apologize, and I'll make it up to you. No worries. It was fun. Well, well, Pat, we're glad to have you here today. What we wanted to do is start with a few quick questions that we actually posed, or Franklin uh, asked the public when he went on one of his extra studio activities. Um, and we just, if it's okay with you, we wanted to run you through the same uh, rigorous questionnaire. Sure. And we are going to keep score, Pat, since you are the first uh, official uh, researcher on NASA Edge. Premier um, show. Premier, premier show. interview. And we're going to go ahead and keep a tally throughout the year to see which researcher answered the most questions. That's right. Great. Maybe okay. win prizes. We'll see. That's right. All right. First question: uh, What is or what does NASA stand for? NASA. That's the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Oh, very oh, good. Awesome. Right off the bat. I'm very glad good. you got that right because if you didn't, there'd be no interview. There'd be no I'd interview. Be Absolutely. It's called dial tone. Okay. Question number two: uh, What are some benefits of uh, space research? Benefits all over the place, but the primary areas I'd say are medical, near the medical field, also materials, high-tech materials, uh, shape memory alloys. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but metals that come back to their original shape no matter what uh, temperature they've been heated to. That's Is it kind of awesome. like uh, self-healing concepts? Uh, well, it's more for structural uses, you know. I mean, okay. materials that just come back into shape. Wow, there are like six interviews I want to have now just based on that one concept. And we, yeah. got, plenty, we got plenty of shows. I know, it's I know. This is the first it's, show. I'm getting giddy. This is just the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Pat, we got a third question here, and this is probably the most important question yes. uh, that Franklin, when he went out to the to the beach to uh, 
see what kind of answers you could get. And you might have to think about this for a few seconds. Uh, where were you when man landed on Mars? <laughs> well, human beings have never landed on Mars, Chris. Now, are you sure about that? I am almost positive. Well, we have somebody <laughs> who was in New York City when it happened. Yeah. And, and, and some people in Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo, yeah. Now, it's going to be a couple decades yet. Okay. Okay, well, okay. well, good. Well, I think he got the three questions yeah, correct. That's your three for three. So Great. 100% for Pat Cosgrove and episode number one. Yes. So we can keep that. All and right. uh, th- these are more subjective questions for the rest of the inter- interview here. Um, okay. First, um, this would really help me since I don't know as much, as, certainly as much as Chris, but uh, tell us a little bit about the vision for space exploration. Well, the vision for space exploration begins with uh, starting to retire the current space shuttle. The shuttle's been around for a few decades, and we're building a new vehicle to replace it. Awesome. And we got to do that in a smart way to make sure that the space station and the astronauts and the research that go on on the space station uh, continue to be supported. That starts in 2010 with the shuttle retiring, and then the follow-on launch vehicle, Ares, that's the project that I work on, is going to start flying in 2014. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Ares one, it, it looks like uh, the older Saturn rockets. I mean, yeah. it has that style, not the, not the shuttle-esque look? That's right. With the solid rocket booster from the current shuttle program on the bottom and the upper stage engine, uh, an upper stage that carries the fuel and the upper stage engine on top of that, and then the capsule way up on top. And that capsule is, uh, what's the name of that capsule on top? That's the Orion capsule. Ah, the okay. Orion. The newly named Orion, I might add. That's right. Very good. All right. Yeah, and, and so that'll start uh, flying with astronauts in 2014, and then, uh, you know, we're going to continue to expand out, flying to the moon in 2018 and then eventually to Mars sometime right. around 2030. Well, maybe if we're long enough with NASA Edge that we can actually broadcast live on, on the moon right. in 2018. And actually, uh, if you could help us out and make sure we could have a, a presence or uh, do a show actually on the lunar surface, that would be great. You would, be, you would be the guest of honor. You would be our number one fan if well, you could pull that with the, off. with your golf clubs too. Yes. Count um, me in. I hear the view from there is incredible. <laughs> well, I can caddy for you. That's from, right. I, I won't actually try to uh, play anymore. <laughs> so what specifically is your role at, at NASA? Well, I'm the deputy manager of the work that goes on here at NASA Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia. Okay. And uh, what we're primarily responsible for is the aerodynamic database for the Ares launch vehicle. So basically what that means is all the wind tunnel testing and analyses to verify, you know, to make sure that when we push that button and we launch with astronauts on board, that that vehicle is going to perform just as, as we planned and safely return astronauts to space. Oh, well, Sounds like a pretty important job. Yeah, exactly. And I, I wonder if Thomas had a database that he used when he pulled me out of quarantine and launched me across the room if uh, he knew that that was going to work out as well as it did well, for I'm him. I'm sure that database is quite extensive. Hey, Pat, if you don't mind, this is great stuff. Uh, if you could stick around for a little bit longer after the break, could you come back and answer some email questions? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Perfect. I just stay on board. Uh, don't hang up. We'll be yeah. right back. Great. It's Chris and Blair on NASA Edge. An inside and outside look at all things NASA.
and welcome back to NASA Edge with Kristen Blair. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. And Pat Cosgrove, who's agreed to stick around and answer a few emails. And so let's just jump right in. Great. Hey Pat, we got a, a few emails uh, from people around the country that like to ask you, uh, just you know, some are personal and some are, are generic. Uh, first question we have is from Katie in Lynchburg, Virginia. And her question is, uh, what made you want to be an engineer? Uh, well, I was always good at math and science, and my dad was an engineer, so he just kind of steered me in that direction, and I went with it. And we have one here from Sid in Ontario, California, and he says uh, he knows you like golf, uh, but he wanted to know, what do you do outside of NASA besides golf? Uh, well, I love to travel. My wife and I uh, went to Bali on our honeymoon all the way across the world. Congratulations, is, by the way. Uh, be- ah, uh, wait, wait a minute. I I've heard of Bali, but where is Bali? It's in Indonesia. Indonesia. Like oh, right okay. on the opposite side of the world. Amazing. Just amazing. We got a lot of family and friends spread, spread across the country, so we love to travel and see them. And love movies, see movies <sighs> all the time at the theater. Movies are great. DVDs at home. Yes. Love the bears. What? Go, go bears. Hey, I think we need to cut this interview off yeah, now. Because I'm sorry. Uh, uh, we love the bears, too, especially if they uh, face the cowboys. That's absolutely. <laughs> Well, that's that's going to be in my favor, Blair. <laughs> you know what? Uh, note to self, Pat's no longer going to be on the show, Absolutely. at least not during football season. Okay. <laughs> we have one. We have another question. Uh, this is from uh, Rich. Uh, he is uh, from Los Angeles, California. We have two questions from California. Okay. Kind of neat question. Remember from the beginning of the show, we had the quarantine issue with yes. uh, Blair? Scarred. Who, who was scarred for life now because uh, someone played a joke on him, and he had an empty room last night uh the question from uh, rich is uh, if you were quarantined uh what would your combinations be like <laughs> well i'd be a, like a major cush living room yes. with a big screen tv to watch my bears of course uh fireplace couch nice cushy couch and a huge fridge with homemade food now, now don't forget the uh the net the golf net inside the room too <laughs> it's it's clear to me that no one can take the rigorous quarantine like like i can i mean i i guess as a media not i'm capable of really harsh conditions whereas you know you guys uh, seem to be on the lighter side of uh toughness here well, whatever I think, I, yeah yeah <laughs> Exactly. Well, Pat, well, we want to thank you very much for uh, being with us today. And this sort of wraps up our uh, our email segment. And stay, keep, stay in touch. Yes, absolutely. Well, and thank you both very much. appreciate the great work you guys are doing to get the word out about NASA's exploration vision. Well, you make it easy with uh, all the jobs you work on, the cool things you're doing for NASA with the new vehicles and uh, our trip back to the moon. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, well, well, I'll be calling you, uh, if you don't mind, every now and then to, to get an update on, on what's going on and how your job's going. And Sounds it, great. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Pat. All right. Have You're a great welcome. day. Bye. Bye. Hey, I want to thank Pat Crossgrove for uh, taking the time out of his busy schedule to meet with us today and to chat with us and answer some email questions. Yeah. I'm just glad he's still speaking to me. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm still speaking to yeah, you, too, I mean, after seeing that performance. So. <laughs> Ouch. I'm glad well, you guys are speaking to each other after yeah. the way you were swinging the stick. Uh, it was it was rough, <laughs> but uh, I have a long history of being very, very bad at golf. I, I thought scratch was a, a negative term. Well, I, you know, after seeing your little quarantine uh, video that Franklin put together and seeing your golfing, I can see how well, you're, you're a little just uncoordinated. Maybe I just have a shoulder injury or something from that, from that parabola I did in the hallway. <laughs> hey, well, we got plenty of shows to work on your okay. game and to work Fair on, enough. you know, getting you in touch with NASA, so. 
Still need to do that for sure. Hey, our next show is going to be uh, at the Second Space uh, Exploration in Conference Houston? in Houston, Texas Houston, from Texas. December 4th to the 6th. Be great. And we look forward to be going down there and maybe visiting some folks not only from the NASA community but from the aerospace community as well. Yeah, which will be great. And Franklin, I'm sure, will have another ESA for us. Citizens of Houston, stand by. I'll be <laughs> on my way soon. <laughs> Very good. Good deal. Awesome. Yes. Hey, by the way, uh, we want to thank everyone today. Yes, uh, all our guests, everyone, and crew involved. Please uh, come back to see another episode of NASA Edge. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. Have a great day.